combination of cynicism and sarcasm that appeals to the undergraduate. Uh, I, notice, I notice running through the green book comments about Superman and Clark Kent, and I can fully understand the appeal of such a presentation. Uh, but your motives, I know, go well beyond this. Uh, you realize the multiplicity of religious options that exist in the world, uh, the diversity of religious claims, and you're in this course because you want to investigate the nature of these claims. The problem, religiously, comes from the diversity and contradictory character of religious claims. Uh, indeed, the history of the field of history of religions has been uh, a gradual realization of the fact that the religions at their heart are not one, but very different. Uh, in the 19th century, the field was known as history of religion, singular. Uh, the assumption was that all of the religions of the world basically manifest a single uh, doctrine or a single understanding of the world. Uh, as closer investigation of the religions of the world has taken place on the basis of primary source material, uh, it's been discovered that the religions of the world, though they have many superficial similarities, at heart are really not similar. Uh, and uh, the change in the name of the field illustrates this. Now, if you take a course uh, in this area, it is called History of Religions, plural. Uh, two years ago, I was at the American Historical Association on a panel in which uh, McNeil's Rise of the West was subject to criticism. And my responsibility was to criticize this work uh, from the standpoint of church history, from the standpoint of Christianity. And uh, in this paper, uh, I pointed out that one of McNeil's basic errors was to assume a, an essential unity among religious positions. I pointed out on the basis of, of the work of R. E. Hume, who was one of the translators of the Upanishads from the Sanskrit, uh, that among the higher religions of the world we have basic diversities on essential points. Uh, let me give you some illustrations of this. Uh, in Hinduism, we have the concept of Brahma, an impersonal philosophical absolute, uh, whereas in Christianity we have a presentation of God as personal, as vitally involved with the human situation. Uh, in Hinduism, we have a view of the world as a temporary worthless illusion, maya. We have the promotion of caste in connection with this. Uh, in the case of uh, Christianity, we have Jesus' high valuation of the physical world as God's creation and his high conception of the worth of the human personality. In the case of Hinduism, we have the avidya uh, concept, the concept of philosophical ignorance, uh, and uh, the notion of the violation of hereditary social conventions as basic to the understanding of evil. Uh, in Christianity, we have an understanding of evil as sin against a personal and loving Heavenly Father. In Buddhism and in Hinduism, in the general tantristic tradition, we have the concept of karma, the absolute necessity of self-salvation from the effect of karma operating from one transmigration to another, uh, whereas in the, in the Christian faith it's impossible to resolve a problem such as this uh, through one's own uh, devotion or through any other human means. Uh, and uh, we have in the Eastern religions a basic soul-body dualism uh, and a depreciation of the visible world, uh, whereas in Christianity the concept of a monistic human being is essential. Uh, this is why Christianity places such stress on the resurrection, the resurrection of Christ and the resurrection of all men at the end of the age. 
Now, these are only some of the contrasts that I pointed out in that paper, and if you'd like to pursue them to a greater extent, uh, Robert Ernest Hume's The World's Living Religions is available in the library. Uh, this is simply illustrative of the fact that when you get into the religious field, you encounter diverse and contradictory claims. The obvious question is, what do you do when you're faced with these claims? One of the approaches is that presented by the gentleman whose picture appears on the board here, uh, Paul Tillich. Uh, Tillich's approach to the diversity of religious claims is to blend these into a syncretism or eclecticism or mysticism. Uh, this can be seen in Tillich's understanding of symbol uh, and of the object of symbol. Uh, for Tillich, all individual religious claims, whatever their source, are symbols. They do not represent de facto reality. A symbol both partakes of reality and points beyond itself in Tillich.